Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Things Nobody Tells You. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Buckle up, sit down, put on five seat belts. Okay? For Halloween, I'm I'm jumping straight in. So I hope you already buckled up. Do you want me to give me a second? Hold on, let me take a sip of my latte. I'll give you a second. Buckle up. Buckle up, bitches. Wow, if you're listening to this in front of your kids, stop. Like this is not a podcast for that. Like Jesus, don't do that. If you are listening to this in front of your children, I just hope you know, like, you shouldn't be. Like, the things I talk about on here, like, you should not be listening to this in front of your kids. Please don't do that, because I occasionally swear, and it's bad, and I'm trying to stop it. But, you know, I'm a 29-year-old woman who, now that you're buckled up, I will safely let you in on what has been happening this week. I am not American, okay? I don't claim to be American. I will never be American to my knowledge. I don't know how that works, but um, I, I work in the U.S. and I, I go back to Australia all the time when I'm not working. But uh, here's the thing. In America, you have a thing called Halloween. Trust me, I'm getting to a point. Just stay buckled. I don't know who allowed straight, honestly, white men to treat Halloween as the greatest opportunity of their lives to actually embody a ghost and ghost us. I don't know who let them know they were allowed. They're not. They're not. I've spoken to the council. They're not. Okay? I'm writing to the Supreme Court. They're not meant to be doing that. They're not meant to. But yet, here we are. It is Tuesday, October the 31st. Happy Halloween. This is coming to you live from a recently ghosted 29-year-old woman, and I have to say, what the actual bad word. I am so beyond, I'm so beyond, I'm so beyond. Oh, first of all, I'm going to just, again, my my jumping around is beginning. Look, I'm just going to point this out. Uh, if you follow me on TikTok, never thought I'd say that sentence. Uh, you know that recently I discovered how to find out specifically who is listening to my podcast. And I get a lot of downloads. Very grateful. Thank you so much for everyone who's listening. But um, hmm, a certain, a, cer- a very specific ex-boyfriend is listening and can I just say, look, I hope you're enjoying the pod. I hope you're enjoying the pod. I hope you... And the woman you are now with are both enjoying the pod. I really do. I hope everything is working out for you. Um, and I hope that the pod is just adding to your life because it, it gives me joy that I'm bringing someone who is so incapable of so many things, including emotional depth and responsibility, to... I'm basically giving that to you for free. So I just wanted to shout you out. You know who you are. Love you. I hope for Halloween. Uh, wait, no, I don't love you. But just like love you, you know, like that's kind of like saying God bless. Um, no, no, no. What is it? Bless your heart. There we go. That's kind of like saying bless your heart. Um, it's love you. It said that love you. And I hope you take that the way it's intended. Moving on or moving backwards. Here's what I have to say. This week. I got ghosted. And if I could bring the ghost on the podcast to discuss his despicable behavior, I would. But I can't because, like I said, he's ghosted. Now, many of you who listen know that I've, I've been literally ghosted. Um, I, you know, I have not got the best track record with my dating life. I've, I've literally had people die 
who I have been with. So like I've had actual ghosts. Here's the thing. Because of that, because of that trauma trigger, if you will, trigger trauma, whichever way you want to put it, the TT, I have a problem. This is the problem. When I get ghosted, and it's not happening every day, because honestly, I'm not dating many people. This is like the first person I've spoken to since, honestly, the first trauma of the year, which was very prolonged. But the problem is, this individual triggered something so deep inside me, I didn't know I had it. And that was that I thought he was dead. I'm so used to them actually turning up dead that I thought this man was dead. Yeah, 24 hours in, I was already searching hospitals. And keep in mind, like, I've been talking to this person for quite a while now. I, I have not been forthcoming on here about how long we've been talking, just to, like, protect it a little bit. But it was it was a valid concern for me not to hear from him. It's not like I've been talking to him for a week. Um, and and I, I thought he was dead. Like, I don't know what to tell you. I was looking at car accidents. I'm doing Google searches. Only to then discover now. No, he wasn't ghosting. He wasn't turning into a ghost. He was just ghosting me. Um, he's disappeared. He is a, he is a ghost. We'll never know what happened to this one. Like, we'll never know. I know he's alive. Uh, I did a deep dive. He is very much still with us. Oh, look. Hear the sirens coming to pick me up. Yep. Or take him away. Maybe now he's a real ghost. I'm just kidding. He's not. He's alive. He's very much alive. Very much still with us. Um, not with me though. So that's beautiful. Yeah, I got ghosted for Halloween. It's been beautiful. Look, okay, it's not, it's not that abnormal to be ghosted. It is pretty on the nose to be ghosted on Halloween though. I feel like I won some type of, I don't know, award for that one. I feel like this would only happen to me. Maybe it's also happened to you, but I feel like this is just one of those things where it's like, oh, it would only happen to me. By the way, for Halloween, I'm going as a ghost and I'm going to put like red receipts on my, on my ghost costume. I'm actually pretty excited. Pretty excited. Pictures to come. I have had many friends who have been ghosted. I recently had someone write into the podcast and the podcast has just become a series of me being an unpaid, unqualified therapist, more like big sister. And it's just kind of, I really question some of the advice I give because I, I literally disclose it as this is not advice. This is just like an unhinged narrative. So sit down and buckle up is what I say to them. Look, it, this girl wrote in and she was like, I got ghosted. Um, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. I went crazy afterwards. I'm still being ghosted. Like he's not responding. My messages have gone green, meaning he blocked me. So then I got another number and I started messaging him from that and he blocked that number. And I'm like, wow, it, it, ghosting can really make the most normal girls nuts. And I'm, that's not me bashing her. Like, I can honestly see myself getting to, like, a crazy level. If someone had deluded me, basically, into thinking this was the real deal, this was, like, a relationship, and then they ghost you in a relationship, like, it's, it, it's traumatizing. Anyway, I just said to her, look, sis, why do you want someone who doesn't want you? Comes so simply down to that. Why do you want someone who doesn't want you? He messages you. You're going to be like, yay. Let's say he responds. You're going to be like, yay. You're going to be grossed out. The second, it's all about getting the response now. It's literally, you just, you're, you want the satisfaction of getting a response. You're trying to accomplish something. It's not because you have any feelings for him. It's, it's literally just you chasing your response because it's what you can't get. 
And that's okay. Like we all have our bad moments. <laughs> it's okay. But it, it, it can send the most normal people crazy. And we have our moments and we spiral. It is the most embarrassing thing when we spiral. Sorry, I have the hiccups. It is the most embarrassing thing when we spiral during a ghosting session. All right. So what I have to say is, look, my best friend also got ghosted very recently. I don't know. She's probably listening to this if she ever listens to this episode. I'm, I'm talking about it, but I'm, I'm not going to specific. Don't worry. She also got ghosted recently by someone she was she was had been with for a second. And I, all I have to say is like. It was so random. Like my best friend is awesome. Okay. And look, I, I can't say this about myself because my ego won't allow it, but like she's fucking hot. So, and she's not nuts. I'm nuts. Like you can understand why someone would ghost me. Like, let's be honest. If I went through a nut, like a crazy session where I was like, and you didn't wash the dishes. And he's like, I don't live with you. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. You should still come over and do my dish. Like you can see me just losing it over nothing, especially if I'm on my period. And that's not a stereotype. That's me saying I have extra bad periods. All I'm saying is my best friend who is literally, no one's perfect, but like she's awesome. Okay, she's awesome. And I might be biased, but like I don't understand. Any man would be lucky to have her. Lucky to have her. And I'm very picky about who the men she dates and introduces me to. I've liked one of them. Like one of them. Maybe two. This guy was just, he ghosted. He ghosted. And it was just, it just speaks to their emotional maturity. Like they're just not mature. They're boys. If someone ghosts you and it's not because they're concerned for their safety, it, they're a child. They're mentally a child. They can't compute emotions or responsibility or communication. So they ghost you. It's very basic at the heart of it. But I understand while you're in the ghosting session, because it is a session. It's like an intense, prolonged, sometimes very, very long lasting session. It's like a bad therapy session where the, you only, you're the only one who turned up to the couple's counseling. It is the worst. And there's no therapist there. The therapist didn't show up either. Like, that's what it's like. So all I have to say is take care of yourself. <laughs> Ghosting is an epidemic. Like, I, recent, I just had it happen, like, today. No, yesterday. What day is it? Yeah, it happened yesterday. My best friend just had it happen recently. Like I, so many of you have written in about having the same issue. And it's it's an epidemic. Like these men, and I, I say men because specifically all these situations are the man ghosting the woman. They just can't compute. Like their brains malfunction and their like emotion, commitment, communication cannot work. And they're like, perfect. Let me never respond and just watch her give me attention. Here's, here's my hot take. This is how I, one, wish I had treated this ghosting situation. I, I kind of stuck to it. I did, but this is like the perfect way to handle a ghosting situation in that's realistic. Cause I'm not going to give you some like, you deserve better. Like I know the mental breakdown that happens over ghosting and it's just like your brain is short circuiting because everything he's ever said is contradicting these actions. And that's for me also then triggers like, oh, he's dead. Oh, I just hit something. It triggers, oh, he's dead. So that's, that's my own problem. You probably don't have that problem. I definitely have that problem. Here's what you're going to do. Do not under any circumstances message them. Once it's really been established, they are not responding. So let's say it's the middle of the day. You haven't heard from them. You're like, okay, 
you can send like let's I'm trying to give a good example okay let's say you haven't heard some from someone that day and it's normal for you to get like a good morning text I'm gonna give you a, a really solid example it's normal for you to get a good morning text you don't get it that day Okay, that's fine. Wait, wait until noon. I'm someone like I need them to say good morning first. Like I'm just that's I'm that bitch. Like I don't care. They say good morning first, at least in the courting stage. Obviously, they say good morning first. But they don't today. Gets around lunchtime. Maybe I most likely you send like a hey, how's your day going? Hey, what's up? You don't hear from them. If you don't hear from them by 9 p.m., meaning they're definitely home from work, they're definitely done with their day, you can send a, are you okay? After that, after that, you're not sending another thing because one, you checked in and two, you checked they're okay. If they don't want to respond after that, they for sure have short circuited, gone mentally insane because you're super hot and what the, and you're amazing and you're great and they'd be lucky to have you and what the heck are they doing with their lives? Clearly indicating emotional immaturity and a communication breakdown. Look, sometimes certain people can't communicate in the moment when something bad is happening. Now, I'm not trying to give someone an excuse, especially a man. <laughs> You get paid more on the dollar. You don't get that many excuses, okay? And we're over here having to pay for tampons. But all I'm saying is you never know. Sometimes shit can go down and someone needs a minute. Someone needs a day. My rule is the 24-hour rule. If I do, if we are talking, and I'm, I'm, this is specific to your more than you've had a conversation and you're dating and really only if you were being good morning and good nighted and you've had some type of conversation about if you're seeing other people let's say the other person's like no I'm not seeing other people you're not necessarily saying you're exclusive but you're saying no right now I'm not seeing other people I'm just seeing you does that make sense there's like a varying degree to it it's just open honest communication it's not getting dead serious you're not trying to marry them it's just being honest like it's just being straight up that's how I operate I'm like look currently I'm not talking to anyone else I'm just letting you know that if you are, I would like to know straight up so I can gauge our communication and how we move forward. I also want like I would have a lot of conversations like that. I'm straight up like that. I'm that girl. I don't care. And also it's like my my own mental health, my own safety in a lot of ways. Like I think everyone should have those conversations and be that open and honest. I don't think it means anything apart from just like you're communicating. And I think that's a great thing to set at the start. So anyway. Let's say you're a month in, more than a month in. You're being good morning and good nighted. And let's say in this specific situation, neither of you were dating other people and you communicated that, right? So you don't hear from him. You've said, hey, what's up? Because he hasn't messaged you that day. You're like, are you okay? He hasn't messaged you back. You're going to give the from the are you okay a full 24 hours. A full 24 hours. And then you are allowed to do this. At that 24-hour mark, you are allowed to make one phone call. You can call him one time. If he doesn't pick up, do not leave a voicemail. Do not leave a voicemail. Then you're going to wait another full 24 hours. If you do not hear from him, you are you either have two choices. You can block him and let it go. Or you can send the following message. Hey, I have not heard from you in two days. 
this is not the normal communication between you and I. If you are worried for his well-being, say, I am worried for your well-being. If you're not, like, for me, I knew he was perfectly fine because of social media. Like, I did my old Snoopy Snoop. Like, I knew he was fine. Knew he was perfectly fine. So I wasn't like, I'm worried for your well-being. Like, I wasn't. I knew you were fine because I could see it. Like, quite frankly, I'm not encouraging you to do a Snoopy Snoop, but, like, I know you're going to do it. It's like, do a Snoopy Snoop. Check he's alive. You know, like, it's so easy to find out if someone is, like, alive through social media these days. I will know in 24 seconds. Honestly. So you do a Snoopy Snoop. You find out he's alive. So you're like, I'm not worried for his well-being. So the message is like, hey, I haven't heard from you in 48 hours. You clearly have no desire to continue communicating with me. I wish you all the best. That's it. You want to get super patronizing? I can do that too. Hey, I haven't heard from you in 48 hours. I find that super immature and clearly communication is not something you prioritize in your life. I hope you're able to find a way to work through that for yourself as I wish you all the best. I hope you can work out your issues. Best. And then like, do, like, like sign it like an email. You do like best wishes or you could do like sincerely. I love doing that. I usually put sincerely at the end. Because it's, and then I'll, new sent, new, new line, Lily. Sincerely, Lily. He won't respond. Like, you, you don't think you're getting a response. But for me, I'm so much of a, I think, a writer in my head that I need to stamp the end of a story. I need to stamp the end of the story. When there's been a start of a story, I need to stamp the end of it. If, if I'm not getting anything, I need to do it for myself. So I, I do. I have no shame in that game. I will do that. And you won't hear from them again. But that's that's the best advice I can give you. If you want to go off at them, if you want to go nuts on them, I totally understand. What you're going to do is this. You're going to block them. You're going to block them. Let's say it's one in the morning and you want to spam text them. They're being a dickhead. You're going to block them. Go send as many messages as you want. Block them. Send as many messages as you want. And then when you're done, you can unblock them. Send it, send it. Tell him all the horrible things. Tell him like how he's being a moron. Tell him how he'll never find better. I don't care. Say whatever you want, but you're going to block him first. Then you can send all those things. So it's like in your head, I sent those things to him. Then you're going to unblock him. So you can eventually hear from him if he chooses to rise from the dead, because we all know we're not going to deny ourselves that at the heart of it. And quite frankly, it works. Like I, I did that. It works. It's great. Especially for when you go crazy later at night it just it works wonders your messages aren't gonna send like don't worry so anyway I think we are very hard on ourselves when I think especially women are just very hard on themselves with their reactions to things like being ghosted or or being cheated on or 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 being dumped out of nowhere and it's just like no like we're allowed to feel the incredible whiplash of such a halting action by another party especially because most of the time it comes out of absolutely nowhere because the man just just isn't emotionally mature and completely takes scissors and chops it because he would rather go date three other people he would rather not date anyone he would rather not deal with it like that is the most common thing it's honestly not dating other people he would rather just not deal with it he would rather not communicate it's the most common thing I have found and it is it blows my mind but It just, it is what it is. And it's okay because you just have to keep reminding yourself, I don't want someone who doesn't want me. I don't want to talk to someone who doesn't want to talk to me. You have to want to talk to me more than I want to talk to me. Like that should be the level we eventually can get to if you're looking for quote unquote your person or quote unquote someone to date that means something. 
that's not that's not a fling. If you're just looking for a fling, well, this kind of worked out well. I'm like nobody cares. Most of the time we care. Like, let's not lie to ourselves. Like most of the time we definitely care. So that's my my honestly experienced advice that's pretty fucking realistic I I like that's the most realistic thing I can tell you I'm not gonna sit here and tell you don't text him stay oh block him he's not where like I'm not I'm I know these things you know these things we know these things are true but these things being true and happening in the moment of a ghosting experience I'm telling you is not realistic I, I I'm so sick of unrealistic advice yes it's empowering it no one's gonna do that in the moment we need to stop giving out unrealistic advice. It's just something we got to stop doing and help like talking about a, a best way to do it. So we don't feel incredibly, we don't cripple ourselves more during the experience, honestly. So that's what I would do. You don't from here from him. You're allowed to send a message later that night being like, are you okay? 24 hours. You can make one phone call. No more texts. Do not text him. If he is not texting you, I don't, there's no like, maybe he's not getting my text. Well, he should have texted you anyway, even if he wasn't getting your text. He needs to check on you. Maybe if he hasn't heard from you, then he should be checking you're good. So no, that doesn't make any logical sense. There's no excuses. He doesn't get any excuses unless he comes back around and is like, this happened, I'm so sorry. I, that'll never happen again. Like, unless it's like, no, this legitimately happened, I'm so sorry. Happens one in a billion times though. Like one in a billion. So we're not going by that likelihood okay that no you send the are you okay message at nine a full 24 hours you can make one phone call you call once no voicemail let it ring all the way through no voicemail you're not leaving him some soppy voicemail also because you can't trust yourself on a voicemail and you can't take a voicemail back all right you are going to then hang up you're gonna wait another 24 hours and then if you need to for yourself you can send the patronizing adios you're clearly emotionally immature message, um, which honestly is what they deserve. Like the second they don't respond within 45 minutes. I'm kidding. <laughs> within 45 minutes, they deserve that response. No, I'm kidding. So that's, that's the best way to do it. And then when you want to go off on them, when you want to actually lose your God, when you actually want to lose your mind, when you have to, you're just in the depths of it. It's 3 a.m. You can't sleep. The anxiety is just like annoying you. You're like, what happened? What went wrong? Block him. Send a million freaking messages. Get it all out because I know me telling you put it in your notes app is unrealistic. Okay. It's fine. It's okay. You're okay. Just block him and send a bunch of shit. Just, just, you can do it. It's fine. He's never going to get it. It's for your mental health. You're getting it out. And I promise you, once you've got it out, you're going to feel so much better. Then I would tell you the best thing you can do in the next three to four, five days following this, talk about it as much as you want to your girlfriends. Tell them, I'm sorry, this will be over soon, but like, I've got a bitch about this idiot. Like, the, I've got a bitch about this. Then you're going to start going on some hot girl walks. You're going to start buying a nice little beverage for yourself. You're basically treating it like your period. You, anything you buy is, it, it's free. It's free. Like you get a free pass the three to five days, like to deal with the trauma of it. Cause honestly, let's be real. It is. I don't care what anyone says. It is. It's traumatic. So the next three to five days, um, you get, so it's three to five days per month. You've known each other. So like if you've known each other three months and he goes to you, like you've been together three months and he goes to you, you get 15 days, you get 15 days. That's how I do the math. That's the girl math on that. Okay. Of just, you can, 
do whatever you want, buy whatever you want. Don't send yourself broke. Please, please, please don't do that. Don't put yourself into financial distress. But like you can, you get a free pass to kind of do whatever you want. You get to treat yourself. Again, don't do anything financially destructive. But like life is short sometimes depending on who the person is. Like let's, let's treat ourselves. You're allowed to bitch as much as you want, but you've also got to do something nice for yourself every day. Something you weren't doing before. So like if you went to a coffee shop during this, go to a different one. Like do something different. Do something fun. Go on a different walk. Walking is so underrated. I, whenever I am upset over a man or something ending or a problem, the best thing I can do, no matter what the time is, grab my old pepper spray and taser if it's late at night, go on a little walk, have one headphone in because two is dangerous. Again, being a woman is really exhausting now that I'm saying it out loud. Go on a nice little walk. I usually have my my Olipop or my poppy soda with me. Maybe a latte if it's the middle of the day. Go on a nice little walk in a sweater and leggings. And I'm just, I'm I'm getting it out. Like I'm, I can think about whatever I want. I can listen to whatever I want. I can maybe voice message a bunch of people. I'm getting it out. And you will feel better. Like I, I promise you'll feel a million times better. It's when you lay in bed consistently that you will think about things that are frustrating to you more because you're literally sitting, you're literally laying in it. Like, don't do that to yourself. You can do that for a minute, but get up and move. Tell yourself, okay, I'm going to get up and move at this time. Like, I'm going to get up and make food at this time. Like, you need to do things for yourself because honestly, the people who ghost you and disappear in your life are not worth you disappearing into like a hole. They're, They're just not. They're not. And I am, I'm, again, I'm not unrealistic. It takes a minute to get over that. It takes a minute to detach from constant communication with someone like that. It's not the same texting your friend. Like I completely understand. I so understand. Anyone who tells you different it, it is just so unrealistic. And I, I'm so sick of hearing that. And honestly, it's usually people who haven't gone through it. And it's like, I, look, I got you, babe. I completely understand. I'm just telling you, this is honestly the most likely way to survive it and get over it quicker. I will definitely say it is a healthy decision once you know for sure, like you've sent that message, you've gone through a bit of a mourning period, if you will. It is honestly the best decision to block them because the worst thing that can do is after two weeks, they come back because they'll always come back. I don't know if I've told you that they will literally always come back. Everyone always comes back. I don't know what it is. It is very specific to men because women don't do that. And they will come back. So the best thing you can honestly do for yourself is block them. They don't get access. Like I look at it as once you hit 12 business days, access denied. Access denied. That's where I'm at. Access denied. Based on the situation, honestly, sometimes five business days, access denied. You no longer have access to me because I know my worth. I know I'm great. I know I'm fun. I know I'm funny. I know I'm A, B, C, D, E, F, G. You can't, you obviously don't value that. So you don't get access to it. I'm not, nothing is free, including me. You don't get access for free. No, bye, bye. And you will get to that point. You just, you won't be like that in the first 24 hours. You won't be like that in the first 72 hours. You got to give yourself a little bit of grace and you got to do the things to propel yourself forward in the situation for you. Anyway, got ghosted for Halloween. It's really fitting. 
I will say making this podcast is making me feel a lot better. Also hearing or reading all, not hearing, reading all these emails today about your own ghosting experiences. Like it's purely, um, it's, it's, it's purely, oh my God, what is the word? Coincidental. It's purely coincidental that I got all these ghosting emails. I was like, oh my gosh, it made me feel a lot less alone. And if this podcast episode can do anything for you, I hope this makes you feel a lot less alone in your ghosting stage because it's trash. It's absolute trash. It's a breakup without a breakup and it's trash. I will say the worst thing, the worst thing you can do, which I've a hundred percent done is in a ghosting session. You message them 40 million times and you are just left as the crazy one. Like they started by chasing you. Like they were chasing you to start with. They were maybe love bombing you. Who knows? But in my situation, it's just that they, it's usually they were chasing me and then ended up ghosting me after a certain period of time. And then I'm the one who sends 40 million messages acting like, and then I'm the crazy one at the end. And I'm just like, oh my God, I regret that so much. I regret that so much. To make you feel better, I've, I have called and called and called. Well, to be fair, that person actually ended up being no longer with us. So that, that was valid. That was valid. But um, I don't know if I've ever told you this. When my fiance passed away, I refused to believe he was dead. Like I refused to believe it. And for the 72 hours, maybe longer following me finding out he had passed away, um, I continued to call him and leave voicemails and text him. I was like, where are you? What's going on? Call, call and call and call and call. I refused to accept it. I almost still don't in a weird way. Sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. Like it just doesn't make any sense that he is no longer here. And I catch myself being like, I wonder if he just like something happened and he went into witness protection and one day he'll show up at my door. That'd be cute for me. Um, I don't think that's going to happen because I'm pretty sure, you know, once someone is dead, they are dead. But still, I, I can live in an episode of The Blacklist if I want to, I guess. But I'm just saying, like, I, the 40 million messages and calls, I have definitely done. I, I don't know if you're there right now, but if you're there, I, I you, won't, you won't do it forever. It'll happen a handful of times. And it's usually got a lot more to do with just, like, how you're feeling about other things in your life. And you take it out on this situation. It's usually not got anything to do with the actual ghosting situation. And for me, it definitely, there's a lot going on. And I went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs for a second, but it's okay because if someone doesn't want you when you go through a moment of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and understand that it was their actions that maybe sent you into that spiral because your actions weren't very kind and you thought, and you were portraying yourself as a kind person. If someone isn't going to turn around and be like, it's okay, I understand. I'm sorry. Like then they're not for you. I say that because uh, my fiance... (laughs) I went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over him. Not because he ghosted me. He would never. Um, he knows what's good for him. But, well, he knew what was good for him. He's no longer with us. But he, I had moments where I tried, I've talked about this. I tried to dump him a couple of times in the start of our relationship. And I tried to push him away. And I tried to get rid of him. I don't know why. Because he was the most amazing person I'd ever, like, in, at the start of, I was like, well, you want to communicate in a healthy way and not be toxic? I was like, I don't understand that. Are you sure? I was so confused by his behavior. I was like, you want to, I'm sorry, you want to talk about things? I was like, it was, I, my brain didn't compute. 
And so he was great, but um, as a, I wasn't, and I clearly was like, "This is not. This isn't real. This, you're fake. You're not. You're 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 love bombing me." And I tried to get rid of him, and he very calmly would just say back to me, "I was like, are you projecting something else onto of this? Because it doesn't make any sense with how we've both expressed that we feel about this and the connection we have. So I'm just checking you sure about this decision. And I mean, I was going cuckoo." And he was like, are you sure this is what you want to do? Because I don't want either of us to make a snap decision about this. Very calm. Very, very casual. Very honest. Yeah, it's a pity the good ones have to die. I don't, I, I don't think I'll ever get over that one. Anyway, this is not a podcast about me being in love with a dead man. This is a podcast about being ghosted. And um, just to say, if you are currently being ghosted for Halloween... Me too, babe. Love you and me too. Okay, let's move into the buckle up segment because I picked a ghosting one. I picked a ghosting one. Are you ready? All right. I have been talking to a guy for three months. He was the first guy I was speaking to after my big breakup of a relationship I'd been in for two years. Me and this new guy had a relationship in every sense of the word. I actually broke up with him one month in because of his because his communication was bad, but he convinced me to come back and pursue this. We did, and now he ghosted me 2 months after that. Okay, so you were you were together for 3 months with this guy. What do I do? I'm going crazy. First of all, this sounds like something that would happen to me. Second of all, uh, thank you so much for writing in. Again, I'm going to encourage you to do this every week. Uh, side note, please call into the Buckle Up hotline, okay? Please. I love your emails, but please call in. I promise to keep it anonymous. I want to hear your voices. The number is 626-885-4940. All you have to do is leave a voicemail. You're not going to talk to anyone. You just leave a voicemail about the Buckle Up. Tell me what to buckle up about, babes. So back to your problem. Look, <laughs> do you know he's not dead? I mean, that's going to be my first question. Did you do the snoop? Do you know he's not dead? Okay, let's say you did and he's fine. I'm going to I'm going to refer to the advice I gave in this episode as silly as it might have seemed to some people. I'm going to tell you again, you don't want someone who doesn't want you. And if after three months of knowing you and talking to you, this person, is it a he? Yeah, he he is not going to acknowledge um, how awesome you are and wants to pursue that, then that's on him. That's his loss. He's going to be absolutely fine moving through life, not committing to things, not communicating. So have you spoken to your friends about it? Honestly, the best therapy is bitching about it. Call into the hotline and bitch about it. I don't think there's a limit on how long the, voice, the voicemail can be. Go for it. I would love to. I'll listen to it. I'll write back. Look, all I have to say is if someone was going to date me for three months, you have a relationship in every sense of the word, says a lot. Sounds like you had a couple of conversations about the future. It sounds like you, you everything was going, everything was happening. If he wants to, to literally disappear on that and we're sure he's alive, that speaks so much, it's like that speaks so much in volumes on the person he is and that is not a person that deserves even an are you okay message. I'm also going to go out in a leg and say you have you have messaged him a lot and you've probably called him a lot and you've gotten nothing. The best thing you can do is block him. The best thing you can do is block him. 
the best thing you can do is no more texts, no more calls because you're just going to, it just perpetuates the, the kind of like the story in your head that this is an ongoing situation. The second he decided to disappear, the second he decided to ghost you and enter into this prolonged existence of I'm out without even saying I'm out, he doesn't get the right to have access to you anymore. And I'm going to be your big sister here and tell you you're done. You're done. Like you are so done. Like this man is trash. He is trash. He's immature. He doesn't want to communicate. Again, we're sure he's alive, right? But he doesn't want to communicate. You want someone who wants to communicate. So even if he turned around and came back tomorrow, you still don't want him, sis. You still don't want him. Here's the thing. If this isn't the first, I don't, I'm trying to reread it. Hold on. It sounds like it's been a minute since he ghosted you. And then he ghosted after two months. It sounds like it's been a minute. This doesn't sound like it happened yesterday based on your tense. So all I have to say is, look, if this is still like plaguing your brain, it sounds like you kind of need to go on some dates. It sounds like you need to get on a dating app and, and, and understand that there's more fish in the sea. And one of those fish won't ghost you. Okay, I promise. One of those fishies will not be ghosting you. One of those fish will want to keep buying you dinner for a prolonged period of time. Maybe forever. You don't know. But yeah, you're not going to find your new non-ghost if you don't try. And it sounds like it's been a second. It sounds like you need to get out. It sounds like you need to maybe see and have your faith restored in mankind. That happened to me. Just needed it to be restored. And and it will be. You got to give it a chance. I'm not saying it will on the first try, but you got to give it a chance. My advice to you would be get on an app. Give it an old swipey swipe. It's just, it's going to make you feel better to like get out of your funk. Do things for you. Don't make your whole objective to be in a relationship in this time. Don't make your object new objective to be to talk to someone new. Make your objective to be to get out. Go do things. Because what you're not going to do when you're out and doing things is be thinking about this situation. And I would tell you you need time to process it and deal with it. But it was just three months. And I'm not trying to diminish it. But it was three months. And it was three months with a person who clearly was not emotionally mature and doesn't wish to communicate with you further. And they are so incredibly below your maturity that they couldn't even communicate that. Like they couldn't even send a message that said bye. Like they couldn't even do that. Like how low is that? So all I have to say is get out there, go do something, go hang out with your girlfriends. You don't have a bunch of girlfriends. That's fine. Go hang out by yourself. Like I, I really feel like it's an underrated term, like dating yourself the other night. Oh my gosh, you guys, the other night I was meant to go to a Halloween party, got canceled. So what do I do? I take myself out on the town. I took myself, I took myself out to dinner. Then I took myself, wait for it to go to the heiress tour movie all by myself. And it was amazing. I snuck in some snacks, hypothetically, Got my favorite Australian chocolate, snuck it in. I had the time of my life. Like I sat in a movie theater, not around anyone. I was screaming. I was singing. I was dancing. I was watching. I had the time of my life. And I am not someone who does a bunch of things by myself like that. I won't do that very often. And can I just say dating? It's just so underrated. Like I want to do it all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't wait for next weekend when I take myself out on another date. It was awesome. And I totally encourage you after shit like this happens to date yourself. Like it is, it just restores your faith that you really don't need another person. 
<laughs> you really don't need another person to be happy. Like you just don't. I had the best time. The only scary part was the walk home when I was clutching my pepper spray at like 1150 at night because the air is touring is that is that long. But I don't care. It was incredible. It was incredible. I kind of want to go again this weekend and do the exact same thing. Maybe try a different restaurant. It was amazing. Date yourself, babe. Like I feel like that's a great piece of advice post ghost. Post ghost. Anyway, I love you. Right back in. Let me know how you're doing. I'm sorry this happened. This is crap. That's a great way to it's a crappy crappy situation. Call into the Buckle Up Hotline, 626-885-4940. Promise you don't have to talk to a weird man. It's just a voicemail with my voice. Tell me what to buckle up about. Okay, you guys, happy Halloween. Don't do anything I want to do. Like, stay safe. Don't eat like anyone else's candy either because I hear like they're like putting things in it and doing weird stuff. I don't know. You can't trust anything. Buy your own candy. We're buying our own candy. We're taking ourselves out on dates and we're not, we're avoiding as many ghosts as possible. We just are. I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for listening. To my ex who listened to this episode, I'm fine. (laughs) Just kidding. Love you. Hope you're doing well. All my best wishes. All my best wishes. Anyway, that's all for this week. Um, Don't do anything I wouldn't do, and that gives you a lot of wiggle room. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.